Good morning, good morning. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. Marie-Pierre, did they hear me when I said open up your pod beam? Did they? Okay, this is good. <laughs> okay, guys, remember, remember, I'm so excited. The podcast is growing, growing, growing organically with no publicity, no nothing. Just having you guys share it, comment, and being very, very generous with your heart. Don't forget that brand new heart on Podbeam at the bottom to the right. You've got 300 seconds before we hit it, and that adds brownie points. I call them brownie points. Thank you for everyone for being on the Zoom with us and those live with us. Today, we celebrate Virginie from France birthday. So happy birthday, Virginie. Send her love. She is religiously on our podcast, on Zoom, on Facebook. She opens up her pod beam uh, every single day, Monday to Friday. I can't wait to come to France just to meet you in live, give you the real Italian hug and say, oh, I love you so much. You're going to love today's chapter. In the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People uh, with Stephen Covey. Some, some, some people are joining us for the very first time and you're wondering what the podcast is about. It's not complicated. I had a very deep personal need, very egotistical, to intentionally make sure I read and develop my, liber- li- my leadership skills every single day. Now, it's easier said than done. And I know that accountability is one of the keys if you want to intentionally be successful in your life. So one day I said to Marie-Pierre, you know, Jean-Philippe, whatever, I said, if we start a podcast and out of personal interest, nothing to do with it, you know, uh, bringing it to another level or whatever, just out of personal interest, interest. Now I have the accountability for every single day to learn on leadership skills and bring them to the platform. This is how I was born, basically. And always before I begin anything, I always ask myself, Maria, what is the vision and what is the mission? And now I enjoy starting with the mission. So the mission is giving the world a platform to level up intentionally and being surrounded with a group of people that want to absolutely every day work on being a better version of themselves. And it's not easy, depending on the backgrounds we come from. Sometimes our entire, you know, five people, 10 people we hang around with, there's not one single person that is aiming to be being a better version. So it gives us our little platform. And a lot of times you can't get rid of those people because some of those people might be our parents, might be our brothers, our sisters. You can't get rid of them. But I can choose not to share my dreams so they don't rain on my parade. Does that make sense, guys? So that was the mission. I said, okay, I'm going to give the mission. I'm going to give a platform where they can grow with a community that is non-threatening. And then what's the vision? Well, I'm just keeping up the legacy of my mom. My mom immigrated to this country in Canada to become a millionaire. And there we have it. The vision continues to build a thousand millionaires thanks to the podcast, thanks to our multi-level marketing business. And you have Monday and Tuesday with Jean-Philippe and Sabrina, okay, tribal leadership. So you're, you're, you're acquiring, acquiring knowledge, how to be a great leader. On Wednesday, jumping into action, replacing bad habits with good habits. Remember, you can't get rid of a habit. You just have to replace it with another one. And Thursday and Friday, me and Marie-Pierre, whoa, Stephen Covey, the most complicated book I have ever read. 
because it's deep. It talks about the real value. So we're in habit three, putting first things first and understanding that delegation is the only way to increase PPC balance. Okay. And as long as you're adapting the goal for delegation, you will never grow. So lean in with me. I have 38 ex eight years experience and multi-level marketing business. I can tell you firsthand the mastery of delegation to maintaining PPC balance is the key to unlimited success. Now, for those of you joining for the, us for the very first time, you're saying, what is PPC balance? I think it's best explained with, uh, uh, is it Aesop's? Uh, um, yeah, Aesop's uh, example. Yeah, with the goose and the golden egg. Okay, I'm the goose and my I'm the goose, so I'm the production. PC capacity or my capacity to produce golden eggs every single day. So I have to take care of me so I can keep producing golden eggs for the rest of my life. If I keep driving the goose, I will kill the goose. And what happens if I kill the goose? There's no more golden eggs. And what's beautiful in my life is I'll have some concrete example that I've lived through that you can avoid if you're an excellent student. So let's dive in. Delegate to time is efficiency. Delegate to others is effectiveness. So if you're leaning in, delegate to time is efficiency. Delegate to others is effectiveness. The only way to grow yourself and your organization being a multi-level marketing business, being a company or your family, okay, organization, anything that deals with three people or more. The only way to growth is through delegation, is through delegation. Everybody write that down, you women especially. Men have no problem with delegation. It's the women. I'll do it. I'll do it. I can do this. I can do this on my own. Stop it. Today, we're going to stop all of this, Okay. A lot of times we refuse to delegate simply because it takes so much energy and effort to delegate. I might as well do it myself. How many times did we pick up our kids' bedroom just because it's easier for me to do it myself than wasting an hour trying to tell them how to do it? Mistake! Okay? There's no family that is going to grow out of this and become... Uh, efficient and, and effective in the future. So when, in fact, we need to understand transferring of the responsibilities to people we've trained first, number one, they will surprise you with the delivery. And I promise you, I have firsthand experience. When I delegate, it is phenomenal to see how they take it to the next level, better than anything I could have done myself. So remember, delegation is key. I always ask myself, where can I be replaced and where can't I be replaced? So I'll give you an example. In my family, I would hire a cleaning lady so I can attend all my kids' swim competition. Okay. I can't be replaced be, that being that mom uh, sitting in, the, I, I call it in the, in the les estrades, I don't know how to say, in the stands and going, go guys. And when they hit the finish, you know, the finish wall in swimming, it's the wall. I would be there congratulating them. I would bring them posters. They were so embarrassed. I mean, you can't replace that. 
But how can I be there and have a house that's a mess? doesn't happen. So delegation, you can delegate without pay or delegate with pay. How about in my organization, my multi-level marketing business, which has already surpassed $35 million of sales and we have the biggest months ahead of us. How is it done? Well, while my team is training on, you know, the pro page while they're training on how to make phone calls, etc. It allows me time to deliver a podcast haha, because it's developing me, but most importantly to mentor and coach those that are going to be our next thousandaires and millionaires. That's how it's done. Delegation means growth for all people, part of the organization. So let's go and let's dive in and say, Oh, I'm going to start delegating. Now I know that Delegation is also a public victory. So you're saying, doesn't that fit in habits four, five, and six, the public victories? Absolutely. But Stephen Covey is covering it today as delegation, as a private private victory because of personal management, personal management. So remember, number one, keep a delegation attitude. Always asking yourself, always asking yourself. Number two, who can do this better than me? Okay. And number three, making sure that when you delegate, you're choosing the right people for the job and there's clarity in the outcome you are expecting. Number four, make sure you're clear with the allotted time they have to achieve the, the part you have delegated. And very important the congratulations, the validations, and the recognition and the feedback once the job has been done, whether it's washing the dishes, the kids washing the dishes, you know, girls, girls, um, the majority are women here on my Zoom watching, the husband who brings up, you know, like the garbage, don't forget, don't forget, you got to say, bravo, what a fantastic husband you are, you know, just little things like that. So it gives them a reputation they want to live up to. You know, and the more they're recognized and congratulated and you give phenomenal feedback, the more they're going to look from you. What else can I do to help you out? So last night we had a phenomenal um, uh, rally in our multi-level marketing business. We had Maxine that's 18 months in the company and she's going to be this year at over $250,000 in income. And we have Samuel who trained last night, who in his very first month, as a director sold for $47,000, they gave a training and they blew it out of the water. Like we were just flabbergasted by the result. There's no way, no way I could have done that. So give power to others. Or example, when I delegate the dishes, washing the dishes to my kids, I love the engineer, which is my son, that knows where to efficiently put Yasmin, who's the complainer, so she's in putting away the dishes. And then there's Nadia. She's in drying the dishes. And he's the strong one. So he takes two minutes to scrub versus, let's say, if it would be me. But what's beautiful, he has that competitive, he has that competitive attitude where he wants to wash them faster than the two of them can dry and put them away. I wonder who he takes from Dorothy. No, no clue. So setting up and working with and through people. These are the systems you need to produce. Golden eggs, golden eggs, oh, golden eggs. Now you are a manager. 
Okay. Remember, a secretary that's just a secretary is just a secretary. She's a producer, but a secretary who's in charge of 12 secretaries is now an assistant office manager. Everybody follow me? Okay. So a producer can invest one hour and produce one unit, whereas a manager can invest one hour and produce 10, 50, a million units and more. So try to vi visualize a leverage, a leverage, a levier, a leverage. And on one end, on the right hand end, that's you, the worker. Okay. And on the other end of the leverage, completely on the far right end, is the result. Now, if the fulcrum is in the middle, it's one for one, one for one. But if now I turn myself into a manager where I'm at one end, but I move the fulcrum towards the results, okay, what happens now through the power of delegation? This is where, where I grow. I don't remember who said it. He says, if you give me a leverage long enough, I can lift the world. I can lift the world. So it's very important that we understand that. Now, a lot of us make the mistakes of, of being the gopher delegation. And Marie-Pierre, people say to me, yeah, 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 I delegate, I delegate. No, you're not delegating. It's called go for this, go for that. To explain it to you, let's go with my astronaut, Marie-Pierre Tetrault. Ah! Okay, so Marie-Pierre, take it away so we understand the difference between the two. Yes, thank you, Maria. So I'm Marie-Pierre, I'm 31 years old. I've been in the MLM for seven years. But before that, I did my master in biology. That's why Maria always say I am an astronaut. <laughs> so yes, I hear myself. It's really weird. <laughs> Can you hear me double or it's okay? Okay. <laughs> oh, I think I know why. Okay, I found it. <laughs> you see what I mean? Perfect. My astronaut. <laughs> so, yes, the gopher term. <laughs> okay, so the term gopher, maybe you, you're not familiar with it. So, if you don't know what it means, just go and write it in the comments because I learned this morning that it's a term really known in the corporate world in North America, but not everywhere in the world. So maybe you are not familiar with that term and it's okay. So the term is a person in the corporate world who has to go fetch items such as a coffee, dry cleaning, mail, etc. for someone higher up in the food chain of life. So that's what it's coming from. So the go for the delegation means go for this, go for that, do this, do that, and tell me when it's done. So the go for the delegation is focused on the process. So I know exactly how to get from here to there. I just need you to follow my order to the T and all will be well. So don't ask questions or interject your own idea. I just need someone to execute the task. So do you know someone around you who is using go for the delegation? Don't write name, but just write yes if you know someone. <laughs> you know what, Marika? I believe that most of us on the podcast, on the Zoom, and on live 
know a lot of people that are phenomenal gopher um, delegators. Yeah, let's call it that way. I, unfortunately, unfortunately. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> Sienna, she said a big yes. Of course, I know someone <laughs> who is using the gopher delegation. And you've been on the receiving end of someone using the gopher delegation. So go write it in the comment if yes, you have been on the receiving end <laughs> of the gopher delegation. So yes, I have some that say yes, perfect. How did you feel? It so you received <laughs> yes. I remember for me when I I did my uh, um, bachelor degree, I was doing um, a stage in a corporate world, really. <laughs> so, and the people there, they just say, "Go do that, do that, do that," and. I'm doing my bachelor, I know what I'm talking about, but they don't want to know what you have to say and just say, no, no, you have to do it, do this and don't ask questions. Oh my God, I was not in the right place. <laughs> that look, wasn't for me. Marie-Pierre, look at some of the answers. How did I feel? Okay. I felt undervalued. I felt bored, not valued. I, this is unfortunately what happens when you have a gopher mentality of delegation. What people are actually, I'm going to use another expression, they're feeling used. They're feeling used. I, it, we call it cheap labor. They're feeling used. It's okay when we're dealing with our kids. We laugh, ha, ha, ha. You know, your seven-year-old son is helping you peel potatoes, whatever. We say cheap labor. But when it comes to adults, they feel um, used. They feel abused. Un unappreciated so what do you think that's going to generate in a, in a company mm -hmm. Jennifer right uh, you feel lost too you, you just don't feel like you, you they need you really <laughs> but most people who are producer will have a go for delegation paradigm so yes it's normal to uh, when they'll have the go for delegation first uh, because it's something that you know, you know how to get the result. So you just say, okay, I know what it is. Go and do it exactly like that. I know it's working. But after that, you will learn how to really uh, have a good delegation. But the gopher delegation is telling employee what to do, how to do it, when it needs to be done, and then sitting at their elbow and make sure they are doing what you ask. So the opportunity for the employee to develop professionally using this type of delegation is really limited. So in this kind of delegation, the doer will feel uh, responsibility for doing the method they were explained, but very likely feel less ownership for the result this might or might not achieve. So after all, the method and the path wasn't theirs. So why should they see the result as as also being theirs. So the doer is likely to take an outside-in approach to problem which arise and show little desire to react with initiative to scenarios that don't fit the delegated method. So they don't know, the, the person that delegate, they don't know how to set up a full delegation so that another person is committed to action. Because they are so focused on the method they become responsible for the result. 
So the true <laughs> go for delegation is a one-on-one -on -one supervision, supervision and methods. So many people consistently delegate that way, but how much does it really accomplish? Not that much. And how many people oh, is it well, possible to supervise or manage when you have to be involved in every... Yes? We lost you. You're not on Facebook anymore. You're not on Zoom. Because I hear you in my ears, I didn't realize it. Now I'm looking at all the comments. Where's Marie-Pierre? Where's Marie-Pierre? So the time you come back and back... Oh, there she is. She showed up again. And back it up. I just want to read a few comments here that I absolutely loved, loved, loved from Victoria. Uh, what it creates a gopher... Um, delegation is no creativity. Victoria, you're so right. No creativity, no challenges. Uh, generates disharmony and discontent and gossiping. Greater turnaround of staff and therefore increased training costs. Oh my God, Victoria, you nailed it. In one mega sentence, you nailed it. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So, Marie-Pierre, you're back. Back it up for our Facebook friends because they didn't hear the last uh, two minutes. Oh, my. <laughs> okay, so I'm not sure where it's the close. <laughs> so, yes, the, the, um, the go for delegation is really someone who is always just there <laughs> at the person who is doing. So it's not something that you can do really much uh, with your time when you delegate that way, because you just stay at the person who is doing to look, is it okay what Marie she's Pierre? doing? Yes. Unmute, uh, unmute yourself, they're still not hearing. <laughs> you mute me? <laughs> now, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, so the true goal for delegation is a one-on-one -on -one supervision of method. So many people will constantly delegate that way, but you don't accomplish really much in your time that you delegate because how many people is it possible to supervise or manage when you have to be involved in every move they make? So if you delegate this way, you're stealing success from everyone on your team because they don't have the feeling of success uh, sharing that uh, um, big task because they just have the method and not the result. So the problem with this method is that not only is it this is this demotivating to them, but it limits our effectiveness. So by being involved in every move they make, it limits the number of people we can supervise, which limits our effectiveness as a manager. So that's the goal for delegation. So next week, we'll have the right way to delegate. We will learn about that next week. Thursday and Friday, it's going to be a long process how to properly delegate. I want to read one more comment, which is from Kathy. She says, I was that gopher that did everything no one else wanted to do. Made me feel the tasks was beneath them. That's often what happens. If I'm not willing to do the task myself, that means that I'm too good for this. You go do it. So it's not giving value to anybody. And we definitely want to add value. So in closing for today's podcast, okay, uh, life is highly inter interdependent. To try to achieve maximum effectiveness through independence, 
and being independent is like trying to play tennis with a golf club. You you have the wrong tool. You're not going to make it. You're going to be very limited to how many times you're actually going to hit that tennis ball. And when you do hit it, it's going to go in the wrong direction. Interdependence is a far more mature, more advanced concept. So the magic word here in French or in English is interdependence. It's the same thing in French. I just turned the E into E, and I'm speaking French. Don't you love it? I'm teaching you how to speak French, okay? I am self-reliant and capable, absolutely. But I know that only teamwork makes the dream work. Only teamwork makes the dream work. Recognizing the need for love, to give and receive, forgiving and receiving of love from others, okay? Recognizing this is the only way to achieving your dream life. You want to you wanna be part of those people that are financially free, debt-free, mortgage-free, and have enough money to contribute to the community. Who knows? Maybe you'll open up a home for the youth to, to, to go to, all paid by you, or maybe simply helping out a member of your family in need. Well, to achieve that, we need to understand how interdependent we are. I know I need the best thinking out of my people. And the only way to do that is by proper delegation. So please don't miss the podcast next Thursday and Friday. Share yourself in a meaningful way. Share yourself with others. Make yourself accessible. And when that happens, you'll tap into resources that you can't even imagine and free, free with the best people bringing their very best at the table. Remember, in conclusion, habits one, two, and three deal with self-mastery. They're all private victories. And the last of the habits of the private victories is habit number three, which teaches us to be interdependent. You have the character base for which you can effectively work. This is what Stephen Covey is giving us, the character base that we can effectively work on the more personality-oriented public victories, which we will cover in four, five, and six. But we can't get there with ha without habits one, two, and three. And the best or the highest of all these habits is the power of delegation. Who's excited for next week? Those that I see on Zoom, who's excited for next week? Yes, I'm so happy. So teamwork, cooperation, communication will be habits four, five, and six. But without habits one, two, and three, it doesn't work. Once again, the goose and the golden egg, we need to maintain PPC balance. I know my mother um, did not have that balance between PPC balance. She did a lot of it herself. She overworked 18 hours a day, seven days a week. There's a lot of things she missed out on. On top of that, she passed away to cancer at age 51. Okay, we don't want that. If we do pass away at a younger age, can it be with having touched significantly and meaningfully the most people possible and not where people say at the eulogy how great she was, but how rather how great she made us feel. Remember when we covered that in one of the podcasts? We want at the eulogy, not people to say, oh, I'm going to talk for myself. Oh, Maria was such an incredible leader. Oh, Maria was this. Oh, no. I want people to say at the eulogy. Dorothy will say, 
Don't forget to speak on my eulogy. She's going to say, Maria made me achieve the highest level of myself. This is what we want to hear people saying at the eulogy. We want to hear people saying, uh, she made me feel that I had value. So we want to hear how great they felt around us. And ultimately, that can be achieved through empowering people with delegation. More on that next week. In the meantime, I love you guys. Thank you for joining us. If you haven't had the chance to wish Virginie happy birthday, you can still do it. Messenger and through Facebook so we inundate her social media. Love you guys. Have a phenomenal weekend. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye, Dorothy. Bye, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.